Hello, okay. welcome to the after show. It's just so us. I, I mean, yeah, I think Having this is our combo. intro right now. Okay, great. So like, <laughs> hey everybody. Uh, as you might be able to tell, this is a little bit different of a month for us. We started the, the month off with an interview with us. Uh. And then <laughs> now we're doing an after show with us. With us. I would like to clarify it's because we realized we haven't actually like talked about ourselves at all and we're the voices you hear the most. So we thought it would make sense if we like talked about ourselves and introduced ourselves a little bit. So our producer, Amon, interviewed us uh, a couple weeks back to get to know us a little bit. But now Rashmi and I are just going to kick it back and forth for a little bit and, and see where it goes. I'm excited. To, yeah, we, we figured maybe you wanted to know a little bit more about us. If you don't, cool. If you're only here for the you know notable people we bring on, that's chill. But if you did want to know more about us, here we are. Here we are. This will be fun. I feel like it's nice to like hear us like talk. You know what? That was so really... not insightful <laughs> in any way. I thought that was going to be such a powerful statement, and that just came out so it just... not interesting. It's fine. <laughs> no, I, I was going to say is it's strange. That intro felt strangely natural. Like yeah. me talking out to you, our world, the listeners. In the beginning, it felt really weird. It felt like very strange to talk to what felt like this just orb of who knows what it is. Yeah. But now we know that people actually listen to the show. People enjoy it. We're getting good feedback about it. So now we feel like we're actually in a conversation. That's me. It, me, at least. I don't know about you. But... That's actually not how I feel at all. I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> Okay. No, that is how I so, feel. I'm now accepting applications for new co-hosts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ones that actually appreciate and love our audience, you know? I love our audience. I am so grateful that everyone community. here is listening to us blab about whatever it is we're talking about. I feel like we need a name for people in our, our anything but community. We need, you know how, like, BTS has ARMY, right? Yeah. It, it will come out eventually. I was going to say, I was like, it I don't know if we're at BTS arrive. Army. <laughs> yes, I think we're still in. We are. Yeah. Having a good time. We, yeah. <laughs> we are having a great time. Um, Yeah. What are we talking about today, Rashmi? I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> nice. Actually, I don't know. I just kind of came on here because I was like, I think it would be nice to just have a conversation about life how life has been how Between, has life been life has been busy i think why like, it's interesting because whenever we're recording that's just like kind of my distraction time where i can just sit down and just kind of go all in on this random conversation that i'm having or ha like listen to someone talk about things that i never think i would ever get to hear them talk about and I just get to like be there fully in the moment. And then you forget like all the 10 million other things that you have to do after that hour. Normally where we're interviewing is over. So I think in the past few weeks, especially since like our last interview and in between recordings, it's just been busy. Life has been busy with, with school per usual. Yeah, you said you only have two weeks left in the semester. Two weeks. Literally two weeks from the day we're recording this. I will be halfway done with college. That's incredible. Um, I, on the other hand, will not be. <laughs> I still have like almost an entire quarter left. But I can't complain because 
it's California, it's sunny, it's pretty, it's warm. So it's good to be outside. Do you act, the weather has been so good in Minnesota it has recently. Been, what did you see though? Like, what was it last weekend or something? It like snowed and then it was like 80. Yeah. It was literally like hotter in Minnesota this week than it was in Atlanta. Yeah. Like, I was trying to flex the past few weeks about how nice the weather's been here in to my Atlanta. parents. Because I'm yeah. like, yeah, like, walking <laughs> around in shorts, like, stopping at the park before I go to class. X, like, you know, whatever. XOXO gossip yeah. girl. Like... <laughs> and then I was trying to do that this week. And they were like, well, it's actually 88 here. And I was like, oh, it, it was so hot in Minnesota. That was like, oh, so now you've kind of gotten me beat. Wow. My friend Sam, who goes to the U of M, was saying there, there was like this picture. I think you put it on Snapchat or something like a mound of snow, but it was like 80 degrees. He's like, why are you still alive? How are you not dead? That's yet? such a Minnesota thing. Like there's snow, but it's 80. How? Do... Yeah, I don't know. Shout oh. out, Sam. Shout out, Sam. Dogs. Yeah, but I don't know, Sam, anyway. but shout out to Sam. OK, cool. So, <laughs> um. No, speaking of beautiful weather, I was just out earlier today photographing an event here at the university, and I noticed I had, like, a string, you know, coming off my shirt, right? Uh. And I typically just, like, like break it really fast because then it doesn't pull the string out and it, like, yeah. cuts. Well, I didn't realize how strong that string was going to be. It literally, like, cut, like, a sixteenth of an inch into my finger. What? Like, right, like, you won't be able to see it, but, like, in my finger, because I, I did it and I was like, wait. Did that just go in my finger? Wait, sorry. This is string? Yes. The <laughs> string from my shirt. From this shirt that you're wearing right Yes, now. from the shirt that I am currently from wearing. From this flannel. For, yes. Also, I'd like to, like, publicly make it known that I should not be wearing a flannel right now. <laughs> I should be wearing, like, a t-shirt or a polo, maybe at the most, like, a button-up tee. But I'll change after this episode. Thank you for uh, speaking about that. That was something that was really weighing on me yeah no after like describing how nice the weather is here <laughs> i just felt like it was my responsibility but at the same time i'm a midwestern kid like flannels are the fashion of the midwest so that's so awkward uh, what Sorry. do you mean i don't know it just like feels awkward that that's like the fashion trend that is defining us is flannels i love flannels what are you talking about i also about? like flannels but i feel like like even the word flannel do we have a hot take incoming? Like, what what is your actual problem with this? No, I really enjoy flannels. But I think, like, I feel like it's maybe not, like, the most hip and hopping, like, trend. So the fact that that represents Midwestern fashion is just, like, kind of embarrassing. I disagree, but that's okay. We can have our own opinions. At least one of us is right. Um, that was a nice siren. <laughs> Um, no, I feel like, uh, typically folks don't have to listen to the sirens passing by Rashmi's dorm because she puts herself on mute. That's the fun thing about being remote is that you can just mute yourself. Yeah. So basically we have fire trucks or police cars driving down our street potentially every like six to 10 minutes. So if I ever just stop talking, that's probably why it's because I'm waiting for that to pass by. Yeah. Life happens. But no, so that, yeah, that was a casualty of my finger today. I'm I so looked, sorry. And it, like, fully, like, it, it just, like, I didn't know that it could do that. But, yeah, I now have, like, a gouge. Anyway, that's not important or relevant or, like, interesting for anybody. <laughs> so, moving away from my minor injuries. Um, 
have you broken any bones? This is a totally random question. No. Okay, I haven't either. I've yet. never. I had. Yeah, literally, knock on wood. Yeah. I watched one of my friends break her bones when she was little. What do you? Sorry, do you that mean? came out so like <laughs> that sounded really strange. I realized. Wait, no, like what? so basically, um. In my backyard, when I was little, we used to have this one of those swings that was tied to like a tall branch on the like tallest okay. tree in the backyard. It was super a small. It was like one of those circular swings, and you could fly. Like you've seen my backyard, you could like fly up and be like literally above the world. So we were like obsessed with this swing, and my like these were my neighbors. And we would try to like go as far back as we could. So then you would like fly even farther on the swing. I, okay. And one time my friend like tried to go so far back because the farther back you go, the swing is higher up. So you have to jump right. higher to get on it. So she missed the swing seat and then was flying up and like her hands were holding onto it and she couldn't hold on and literally fell and dropped and How broke far? her leg. Her leg too? Oh. I don't know. I don't know how far it was. Because also, like, we were pretty tiny. Like, how so many to... younger Rushmies would have, like... Oh, I mean, that's, like, a really small unit of measurement. So, <laughs> I mean, it was it was pretty big. Like, she fell. And then I had to go get my mom. um, Because her little sister, we were on the trampoline, like, to the side. So we had to, like, climb the out. The same like... one you still have? Yeah, that's, like, sinking into the ground yeah, from all the okay. snow that's on it. Yeah, but we because we had to we weren't like nearby so we had to get out like run and get my mom and then we took down the swing and my parents said no more swinging because <laughs> that was so scary that's valid like so i've seen people like break their bones and like get injured and it's kind of scary yeah mm. no i haven't broken anything i don't think i've watched anyone break anything no, I've, I've also closest... broken my dad's fingers when How? I was like five. Did you, what did you do? Did you like try to? I don't eat know. Them? We were going no, <laughs> no, like... we were going somewhere, um, to some like concert or something. I was like quite little. I don't know what it was, yeah. and they accidentally closed the car door on my dad's hand. No, but then I started crying, so my dad had to like take care of this like crying five year old after i had broken his finger and his finger is like still like crooked i once thought i broke my hand because it got slammed in a car door like we got to Slamming school in a car door is like you can't really break your fingers with that like we got to school i was getting out of the car door slams on my hand and this was in like elementary school and my dad you know would like drive me to school and i got out of the car that happened like uh, I start, you know, like crying or whatever. I'm like, uh, my hand hurts. And then we like are on our way to urgent care or something. And then I'd, I'm almost certain on the drive, I was just like, oh no, it feels fine now. And then we just went back and I continued. Like, I feel like that, there was another time that I was held up from school. Not like the school did not hold me up, but the circumstances did. <laughs> where I was late because of another injury. This one was like almost really bad though. My cat, all right. <laughs> mean, mean cat sometimes. But anyway, I was like petting the cat. And then as I'm standing up, he decides to claw towards my face. 
his <laughs> claw goes right in under my eye, like right where Shut your up. eye meets your nose, right? Like mm. right in that little like crevice. Oh. And I was standing up while it was happening, so it like ripped, like it, like Ew. It, it ripped down. I guess, like, you know, like, and he was like stuck in my my face. So you literally had a cat so, hanging off your face. That's a little exaggerative, <laughs> but like basically. Okay, great. So, so then, cat, you know, no longer on my face, bleeding, you know, like as it does. He missed my eye by like. A tiny amount. Where if he would have, cl- I could have gone blind. That's like so thankfully scary. I didn't. But that was yeah, not fun. That's the same cat though who like spent the whole night in my room the night that my guinea pig died. <laughs> so like he was there to comfort at the time that he needed the comfort. Okay, so he but, just had that one mistake. Yeah, this is also the first cat that my family, like at least like immediate, like our household has had. We've had dogs oh. all the other times. But this cat thinks he's a dog in some ways. Anyway, <laughs> I don't, pets are weird. I never had a pet. Ever? Nope. I made a presentation when I was little. Like, a, I literally went to the store and got a poster board and, like, made a why I should have a pet presentation. We, in fact, did not get a pet after that. But... What, were you, what were you lobbying for? What pet? Um, I think I wanted a dog. But then I, w- I was like, I'll settle for a guinea pig. Because I guinea thought, pig is a I good thought one. that would be more like that would be more tame for my parents. I was like, we can get a guinea pig. Yeah. Unfortunately, did not really succeed in that journey. But not my even fish. Friend, no, not my mom just gets sad when she sees fish in like small like aquariums. That's she was fair. Like, I don't want to fish. And then we can never have a dog. And I think my dad's allergic. I don't know if that's real or not. I'm kind of convinced my parents made that up so we couldn't get that. <laughs> but I'll circle back on that. But my friends always had pets. Okay. Like, one of my friends had, like, bunnies, guinea pigs, cats, dogs, rats, birds, like, the whole nine yards. So I would just go over there and play with all her pets. Well, that's fun. Yeah. I had fish growing up. Okay. Just, like, a couple, right? I had this one little aquarium thing that had lights in it and it like at night right would like do all the the colors and i had my goldfish in there and my sister for whatever reason in like middle school or junior junior high high school whatever i don't remember sometime when we were younger she's i have two sisters seven years older and nine years older but who's seven years older her name's tia she was doing this fish science project and like her and her classmates like had these fish and some of them died because you know that's what happens to fish fish and like and all were, living things right the, yeah i guess everything <laughs> eventually dies um but then there were also there were a few that were left over and she's like do you want them i'm like okay sure let's put them in my my fish tank i watched those experimental fish kill my my goldfish <laughs> that's so I wa- sad like i watch it attack it like i was just oh. there <laughs> looking in the water like through the glass and i was just like attacking my fish i was like what's happening and then i remember walking downstairs and i went outside to the to our front yard where everybody was and i was like it, your fish just killed my fish oh my god <laughs> Aww, that's so kind of sad poor nico yeah the one pet that i never got that i'm glad like we did not i wanted a tortoise <laughs> i don't know why 
sorry. I really. That is the most Nico pet I think I've oh, ever. Oh no. Heard. No, because in my head I'm like I'm not a tortoise. You know that video of like the, the guy who's like I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> painted turtles as a skeleton. Turtles are really cute though. I will say that. Yeah, I I didn't think I was like the, I like tortoises, kid. Like for whatever reason, like I remember going to a pet shop and we like looked at a tortoise and it was like gigantic and it was already like 30 years old. I'm like, this thing is like three times my age already and it's going to outlive me. Like, I don't know why I wanted the tortoise I did. That would have been cool. I would still have that tortoise though. Yeah. And those things, are you going to play with a tortoise? It like doesn't move. <laughs> like at least a guinea pig runs around, a cat runs Sorry, around, a I'm dog just, like, runs around. I'm picturing you trying to play with the tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you hold lettuce or celery to its face and it just like slow chomps like sorry I can't get the picture out of my head of you just like with your tortoise I don't have a tortoise <laughs> but like in my head you do okay <laughs> That's anyway so anyway anyway um, thank you so much for sharing that of course is there anything else you want me to share hmm. what is your least favorite ear ear see the thing is my ears are different so which one do you like less i actually like them both but for different reasons like Okay, to, to demonstrate. Look, I won't be able to hear you when I take these off, so like, give me a second just to demonstrate, and then I'll put them back on so I can okay. hear you. This ear has a little, like a little notch. Okay. This ear is like regular ear shape. So both your ears so, have the same notch. They don't, though. Oh. So this one, like, see it, like, has the round part up top? This part, it fully bends, it, like, it's... It's divoted in. Oh. Like it's... Okay. So it might be hard to see over video, and you definitely can't hear what my <laughs> ear looks like. But basically, my ears look different. One is also larger than the other. As most things, like, you know, like, I have... I don't know, actually. Isn't that a thing? Like, sometimes half someone's body is a little bit bigger, like hands or legs. Yeah. I think my right hand is... No. I think my left yeah. hand is bigger. Oh, I was going to say it looks like your right hand is smaller. Wait, yeah, so yeah, your left so hand is bigger. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah. It's, okay. Like that. That's like the Gravity Falls, like the, the hand or whatever with the eye in it. Isn't that Gravity Falls? The Disney show? I don't know. I know, sorry, okay. I know what Gravity Falls is. I don't know what you're referencing, though. Okay, anyway, unimportant. <laughs> um, as mo mo like much of this conversation is unimportant. Um, I know, well, share something see. insightful. We'll ask you Rebecca Jarvis's staple question. Okay. What is the worst piece of advice you've ever received, Rashmi? Wow, I don't know how the people we interview come up with answers so quickly. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> Honestly, I'm yeah. like, I need to think about that for a minute. Oh my gosh, why is this like so hard? I know I've received bad advice. How about you yeah. answer the question first? I asked you the question. Unless you're okay. also thinking. I was I was also thinking, <laughs> but I can come up with something. I'll come up with something. 
um, because I think our community deserves to have some substance. We've already been doing this for 20 minutes. <laughs> and we've gotten to like nothing but tortoises, ear shapes. I feel like that was insightful to some extent. I guess the fact that I wanted a tortoise when I was a child probably says something about me. I agree. I don't know if I like what that says about <laughs> me, but that's a different question. Um, worst piece of advice that I ever received. Um, see, it's so hard to, because I feel like I don't just like get advice. That's true. Someone isn't just like, here, let me tell you about this thing that you should be sure to think about. Um, it, maybe it's more so I feel like there are, are certain, um, Oh, okay. I have something. Okay, you go, and then I'll finish my sentence after you're... Yeah. It's not, like, direct advice. I think it's more, like, just, like, suggestions for ways that people try to help you when you're grieving through something. And I think people always think about it in terms of, like, breakups with, like, romantic relationships. But I feel like this also applies with, like, any type of, like, person leaving your life, even, like, a friendship breakup or whatever it is. But... Like, honestly, some of the worst advice I ever got when I was, like, dealing with heartbreak was just to, like, continuously put myself back out into, like, what, like, into just, like, normal life. And to me, I thought, like, that was what I had to do when I was, like, struggling with something or I was grieving the loss of someone from my life or a friend from my life that, like, there was this constant piece of advice, like, you'll feel better if you just kind of keep pushing through, go do things help yourself like get distracted with things like I don't know like finding new hobbies whatever it was but honestly I feel like what helps me always get through those types of times is quite literally to feel everything that you need to feel and for everybody that looks different and the time to get there will look different for every single person some people can like kind of go up and down for a couple months for some people, it takes years to kind of process that. And I kind of wish more people had just told me, like, it's actually okay to just sit down and cry everything out and feel everything you need to feel when you're going through any type of loss. Um, even when it comes to, like, grieving the loss of someone if they passed away, too, because, like, those types of things, you learn to live with your grief as opposed to moving past it. And I wish more people kind of offered the advice of just like letting yourself feel what you need to feel at every moment along the way on your own path so that when you eventually will come out on another side of it, you've allowed yourself that space to process what's going on. And just like you allowed yourself to engage with all the different emotions that are happening in relation to that so that you can like really successfully kind of come out on another side of it. Yeah. Grief is always, it seems like a hard thing for people who are not grieving mm -hmm. to interact with. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I just, I don't know. Grief is such a weird thing and there's so many different kinds of it, but I feel like you're right. One of the biggest things is just understanding that, Time won't heal, but, like, you can take whatever time you need. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, like, really being able to realize that 
your own path to healing is going to look different from somebody else's. And like, I wish it's so hard to actually internalize that thought because you feel like everyone needs to process their emotions in the same time span that you are um, in order to validate whatever it was that had existed before or validate whatever you're feeling in that current moment. So I think being able to realize that you may have to heal for a longer time than another person like will have to for the same outcome and that doesn't invalidate anything about you or that person and how they process their grief so yeah I would kind of it's it's hard because you don't really know how you're going to react until you're in that moment and you can't predict when those things are going to happen so yeah yeah no to your point too about like taking time to process things as they come right Mm -hmm. this is in a different context but the same idea like when i was doing a lot of protest coverage i guess for anyone who doesn't know i'm a journalist photojournalist i did a lot of time or i spent a lot of time out photographing protests and other social justice movements in like minneapolis st paul uh right after george floyd was killed in 2020 in like 2020 through, you know, beginning of 2022 or so. Mm-hmm. And because I was always there working, I never processed in my head, like everything that was happening and that it might have a toll on me personally. I think that's a thing that's common to a lot of journalists too, mm-hmm. is we're always there for a job. So we're there more so like we're, we're in a work mindset instead of like a personal care mindset. So I'll find myself looking at pictures I made a couple of years ago already and all of a sudden realize like, oh, I haven't actually thought about until this moment mm-hmm. any of the emotions that I felt then, or like the actual impact any of it had on me, where I feel like I'm now going through a backlog sometimes of processing what happened mm-hmm. because I wasn't, I didn't take the time or spend the time processing it while it was happening. Yeah. So I'll just like, you know, look back at protest photos and be like, oh, wow, I actually was there. Like, mm-hmm. I remember what it feels like, what it sounded like, what it smelled like, what was outside the frame of my camera. Like, I feel immersed in it again. And I'm just now digging through, like, has that had an impact on me? Like, what does it yeah. mean? And I think, to your point, it probably would have been a lot healthier if I would have just done it in the moment. Yeah. But... Like, the same time, there, you know, everybody has their own timeline. It's just, yeah. like, weird. And everyone has because different it's things not going great. on. Yeah. Right. And everyone has different things going on at whatever point they're in. When something happens, you may not always have the time to let yourself feel yeah. what you need to. And that can make your path to healing a lot longer. Um, which is why it also could be different from somebody else that maybe will have mm-hmm. even more access to resources that allows them to heal in ways that are maybe on a shortened timeline. So you just, it's, it's kind of tough to recognize yeah. that you will be in something for some time and like you will, you will feel it when you're there, but when you're sometimes when you're telling yourself like I'm there I'm healed I'm over this situation and then it's like you realize you're actually not like you'll really feel it 
when you've reached that point where you don't even have to say, oh, I am like completely out of right. this specific path. Like I'm now on this new thing. Like you'll just feel that. And then you'll look back and be like, oh, wow, I've actually been out of it for quite some time now. Yeah. No, you're so right. I mean, back to like briefly the protest stuff. What was so weird is like everybody I was around at the time, for the most part, were so full of emotion the whole time, right? Like a lot of people were using protest, it seemed, as a way to process. Mm -hmm. Whereas that was not at all the reason I was there. Yeah. And I almost muted all of my own feelings to focus on making sure I authentically captured and represented so that I did my duty, right? So I, yeah. I, I did justice to what everybody else was feeling. Yeah. I mean, I think as we just get older, that will continuously be the expectation is that when you're in whatever field that you're in, there are certain expectations for how you're allowed to behave and act in order to accomplish your own set of goals. Like even I'm writing a paper right now for one of my classes and I'm researching like this hospital that I volunteer at. And I was interviewing one of the child life specialists today about the ways that the healthcare workers process pain in that environment and how they communicate to one another and kind of like separate their emotions from the job that they're doing at hand to better support the patients that are in pain and are struggling and kind of like treating that it's like you have to get a job done and support them in that exact way like it happens in so many fields that people work in it's interesting no it's really yeah really fascinating hmm. food for thought lot <laughs> excuse me <laughs> lots of food for thought um on that unfortunate throat clearing moment that had to come at the end of a, a nice conversation <laughs> um is there anything this is completely unrelated anything that you feel like is really important to know about you that we should be sure to share or about like us i guess what oh what is important information to know about us that we're not dating oh yes very important <laughs> let's make that so clear we are not so many people have asked me that wait have they actually yes and i was like i genuinely don't think we give off those vibes in any way i don't either (laughs) okay that's so funny because that's not even a thought on my mind because this is very much so like the sibling energy yeah in my mind this is like good friends like verging into sibling territory Exactly. So let's, that's the first thing that that's really funny. I never even thought about that. that. We are not dating. So that's really funny. Yeah. Questions will now stop. That is our official statement. Yeah. No, I'd like to drive home again, (laughs) Levi, that I do exist. Um, Yeah. So we're not dating. I do exist. What else is important to to know about? We've cleared that all up. Yeah, are there any other things that you're hearing from people like do you get questions no i think someone asked me if i would consider dating you and i was like no no that's not in the cards (laughs) i was like no i genuinely don't know where that came from that's funny i just don't like i i mean i guess it's because like obviously 
like we don't see ourselves that way so when i yeah. look at photos and things like i cannot even like, like conceptualize it the fact yeah. that to somebody else it could look like that that's so funny so wow shutting down the rumor yeah <laughs> shutting them down yeah no thank you for bringing that one i had no yeah that wasn't <laughs> no even problem. in the <laughs> sphere of possibilities in my head so I, I, that's <laughs> just like that felt like something i needed to address to okay is there anything the else that you feel like you need to address there's mm. got to be stuff that people need to know about us like let's see we met in seventh grade we kind of yep. talked about that part got to know each other more so through student government blah 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 eventually i think about i guess that. we're like, friends you literally intimidated me so much in ninth grade are you serious not in like a way that i was like like you were like mean but more like i was just so because like i was very shy in ninth grade like i didn't really know okay. how to vocalize myself because like we were itty bitty teeny tiny like ninth graders right so then yeah. in those council meetings you were just like very confidently talking and like putting your vote into things and making your voice heard and i was like i am genuinely so terrified to talk right now oh so i was like really intimidated i'm sorry no, I, I intimidated you. No, but I think like I needed that. Like, I feel like you need that, especially when you're like starting high school. Like, it helped push me. That's it. I get that a lot, though. Like people on multiple occasions have told me that I've intimidated them. I think it's OK, but like your intimidation to me was just like I like it was more like I was looking up to you because like I wanted Aww. to be able to ever like just freely kind of voice my opinions because like i feel like now i've kind of grown into a space where i'm more comfortable voicing my opinions yeah. i'm more i'm okay with other people not having the same opinions as yeah me. like i think i've gotten better at conversing about things and figuring things out and even like in the all the work that we've done together yeah over the years like i've learned how to communicate when we have differences on whatever it is we're talking about well think about it too like you went from then if like you know ninth grade not wanting to speak up as much at council meetings to running for an officer position at the end of that year like that, that even huge. in a year what do you mean that was like that was like it was just i like i was inspired by you i feel like like i wanted Aww. to like stop be, this is too I, much right now no but seriously like i wanted to kind of grow into that space where i could feel comfortable talking because i was like I felt like it would be okay if even if I was wrong or even if so because I in those council meetings I was like I feel like I need to wait to hear everybody's opinions before I can make mine so that whatever I say is in the majority and not in the minority rather than just saying what I actually thought and allowing that to be a part of the discussion I feel like that's something I've grown into there's definitely value in like waiting to talk which is something that I've had to learn because even in first grade, I was always like hand up, like right away. Um, so it was you have so a good bad. Balance like, then. Yeah, like I, yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> we balance each other out in good, yeah. like, in like good ways. Um, but no, I didn't realize that that was like the the path in USC. I literally we have like a stuff. memory in my head of sitting next to you at the like in one of our council meetings, and you were just like talking and talking, and I was just like staring at you. And I was like, oh my gosh, like he's really just, he's like so confidently talking wow 
This mm-hmm. is the first time I've heard about any of this. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I like, literally never mentioned this before. No, no you I, haven't like, at all. Such vivid memories of like sitting in ninth grade like council meetings and just like, like you were just always like you would raise your hand and speak up. And like, I feel like I've done that more in college. But like throughout high school, I definitely had to grow into it. But I feel like I always looked up to you from the beginning. Well, thanks. <laughs> the funny thing is now in college, like, I feel like it's been beaten out of me a little Interesting. bit. Interesting. Like through high school too, where because teachers repeatedly told me that I needed to wait to say things until other people did, that I needed to like wait and wait and wait. Eventually I just stopped because huh. there was never a right time, it seemed. Because it was one of those things where it was just like people, I guess, didn't, I didn't want to be that guy who was always saying things first, which is valid. I don't yeah, want to be fair. that guy. Um, but then it just got to the point where I was like, yeah, I don't want to have any sort of like domination factor. Interesting. So I just stopped. I'm trying to, I'm reviving now the ninth grade self after this story. Not domination, but like, no, but I like, will raise my I hand get again that. In class. I get that. Though. Like, it can be like you don't want that perception, but I hope you know that. Like, I looked up to you. Like, I thought that was like very inspiring me to, for me to see, especially when we were so young. Like, we were both brand new to the. We council. were babies. We were so small. Me, I'm literally still the same height, but like, are you really? So I have not grown since fifth grade. <laughs> Wait, what? I literally, That's have insane. a photo of me. And Julia, shout out Julia, we, when we played soccer together in fifth grade, there is a photo where we are walking onto the field and I am literally taller than her in that photo. In fifth, How the tables I, have turned. I know, because I had a growth spurt like in fifth grade. And then I literally just never grew again. <laughs> so I was like, wow, I'm like kind of tall. And then everybody grew up and everyone was then suddenly taller than me. And I was like, oh, I'm still down here, <laughs> but that's okay. Wow. That's, that's wild. Yeah. That's, that's the thing is then I haven't like, I've had my same shoes for such a long time. Like I've that's still so nice, shoes though. from sixth grade that I still wear. Because I, like, literally have not grown. That's, like, really nice. So I still have my same stuff. You get a bigger bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. I have to keep buying clothes. I know. But that's fine. That's okay. But uh, then I have to wear heels a lot to be tall. You don't have to. So I kind of want to. <laughs> How but, tall like, are you? Five feet. I'm actually okay. shorter than Dora. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Like the cartoon character? Yeah, I think Dora's 5'2". No, wait, what? I think I saw this somewhere. How tall is Dora? You're kidding. Five foot, two inches. So I am literally shorter than Dora. What? (laughs) I don't know why it's so funny when you put it that way. I, the thing is, I never think about my height until I see it in photos and then I realize how much of a height difference like one of my friends is like 5'10 I think and like in my head I'm like oh we don't really look like 10 inches apart but then you look at us like standing next to each other in photos like oh my gosh we look like we're like three feet apart when you look and like actually seeing it 
guys i think nico's camera froze so i'm just going to ad lib until he gets back oh is he back okay i'm back <laughs> okay great i don't know what just happened um a few minutes ago there was like a boom and then you know everything's fine now Oh, I was just um, kind of like in my world talking. And then I was like, Nico is oddly really still right now. And then I stopped talking and then I realized you were frozen. Okay. So I'm sorry about that. You were saying oh, friend I height that difference. I cannot conceptualize height. Like and yeah. all like most of my friends are significantly taller than me. Like I think this like I think all of my friends are like at least like five six or five seven and taller so everyone i know is like dramatically taller than me but because of that one i don't know what height is like i couldn't tell you what five ten versus five six versus like six one looks like because everyone just looks tall to me so i don't know what height is and then two i don't actually like think about how much shorter i am because i'm just like everyone's taller than me by the same amount and then you see in a photo yeah like literally how tall there's actually one kid here who i think is like almost seven feet like so tall so like that's like the only time where i like i'm like i am actually yeah. short but other than that everyone looks the same height to me like i could not tell you how tall you are yeah. uh, wait let me guess your height five eight no higher or lower higher oh shut up really five eleven i'm five ten technically with no a little way. bit of change my hair makes me six foot almost oh, shut up. because my Come hair <laughs> no i'm serious that's fair okay so but no so i'm like i'm i'm just like a couple fractions over five ten Okay, see, that's, like, I couldn't tell you. Like, I genuinely don't know what height is because I just, like, look up and I just see everyone. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. tall. Did you freeze again? Yeah, so Nico definitely froze again. So basically, okay, wait, um, welcome to the Rush Me show, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. Okay. Oh, he's I'm back. back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> he's back. Okay. I don't know why that happened like that. I'll, okay. We'll thank make you, the decision everyone. today whether to edit that out. I don't know yet. Okay. Um, great. So thank you everyone for joining me on the Rush Me show. We unfortunately were interrupted. So we'll get back to the after show. Wow. I was just going to say, I think we should probably wrap things up here pretty soon. No. Uh, but I was just like laughing to myself for a second because... I realized the whole point of this was to like learn more about us. And I feel like we haven't like said I feel like much you about can us. Learn a bit about us just based on how we converse with one another. <laughs> okay. And Told some I, stories. Hope, I hope people enjoy listening to us just talk to one another. Cause I swear we're not just like interview robots. We we're, we're not robots. We no, like to have conversations. As much as I might get accused of being a robot, <laughs> I am not, in fact, a deep fake or an AI-generated being um, at Levi. Um, <laughs> I don't know why he kept propagating such false information. Um, okay, so there's the official statement. Anyway. Um, yeah. Also, if you have any questions about us, let us know. Like, we're here. Yeah. Email. DM us whatever it the is the whole works 
or email, DM us, do all of it. You know, you can you can get to us. We're pretty accessible. Believe it or not, we do actually manage our own social media. Um, so we we will see it for sure. Um, but no, anyway, do you have any any burning thoughts, anything to share? No, I was going to ask you if you yeah. could only give one piece of advice. Like you, like you're, you physically could not say any other piece of advice. That was the only, like, if someone asked you for advice, this is yeah. the only thing that comes out. What would you say? Does it have to just be like one sentence or can it be like an explanation of it? It can be like an explanation, but it's like, you would have to give the same explanation. Like you're like, it's just generated. Okay. Give me a second to buffer. Okay. And that well, now time... it makes it sound like I'm a robot. <laughs> In that time, I'll welcome everyone back to the Rushmi show. Thank you so much for joining us. We had a bit of an intermission. Um, basically, I yeah, I'm ready. Sure. I'm ready. Okay, okay. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for joining the Rushmi after show. And we're gonna kick it back to Nico. So I don't have the wording all polished up yet, but it's basically. <laughs> I'm, let me take one that's not already like a campaign for multiple companies. <laughs> it's the idea. You know what? No. Live every day like it's your last, but hope it isn't. <laughs> Where okay. it's that idea of just working to live without regret. Mm. Um, for me, it all falls back to the idea where I want to live my life to get rich in stories, not necessarily money. Yep. I think while I'm on my deathbed, I'd rather be able to share with people all these journeys, these stories, these cool things, the people I've met, I'd rather have relationships and things to look back on, experiences mm. that I can enjoy again and again by remembering them, where, you know, it ties into the same idea of like, don't hesitate, just like do things. Mm -hmm. Obviously, like think a little bit before you do things, <laughs> don't just like do things. <laughs> but at the same time, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Just like go out and live life. The point is that we're here to experience it, not to try to figure out how to experience mm -hmm. it. Because I think so often for me, at least I get caught up in trying to figure out the how, like how yeah. am I supposed to do life instead of just doing life? Mm -hmm. And life is a messy, complicated beast. Yeah. So rather than just try to make sense out of the chaos, why not just embrace the chaos and live it up? Oh, that was sweet. Okay, we'll leave our listeners with that. Do Everyone... you have one piece of advice or oh, do you want to leave oh, it at the worst oh. advice that you received? I think we'll we'll leave it at that. I feel like that's good things for us to sit on as we leave. And I hope everybody got something from them. Sweet. Well, thank you, everybody. You want to close us out, Rashmi? Yes. Thank you so much for joining us for our after show today. We hope you all enjoyed listening to us. Just talk about anything and everything we will be back with another episode with our latest guest in two weeks and until then we will see you then head over to anythingbutpod.com to learn how you can join us for an after show anything but was created by rushby ranger and nicholas leapins produced by iman rahman with original music by caleb liu 